man. This is Dropping Jews. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to this new podcast, Dropping Jews. Redefining what we thought was true. So today we wanted to talk about... It's just that jewel, that energy, man. Yeah, Einstein energy. ain't gonna know how to act, man. What Nikola Tesla when you need him, <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is Dropping Jews Podcast, man. We live and direct, man. We in the building. High profile. You know how it is, baby. Got my man here, Meech. What's popping? What's popping, baby? What's popping? What's popping? Hey, 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 hey. So we we gonna do something different this time, man. Y'all, y'all might catch something a little bit different, man. Um you know what I'm saying? But we glad y'all could join us. Thank y'all for tuning in for the ones that do tune in. And uh, we appreciate y'all coming on here. Um, and uh, we got we, we always talking to each other like like uh, brothers under the same mother, <laughs> the mother earth. You feel me? So, uh, yeah, man, we got a hot topic tonight, man. You know, me and Meech was having a discussion again. You know, we real friends. We just ain't on podcast friends, man. We real, real friends. But we was having a conversation over the phone, man. And uh, he was uh, uh, putting that coaster on. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I forgot I bought these little coasters for the video. I got these little wood coasters. I got to put them to use. You hear me? <laughs> so now nah, he was having a conversation and uh, he, he something he was telling me that I was like, damn, yeah, I be thinking that shit too. But he was telling me he was like, hey man, you know, I I realized I don't know what you you was watching something, wasn't it? And you was like, man, you know, I think people need to realize that they need to be comfortable in their own. I was skin. reflected. Yeah, that's what it was. Go ahead, brother. No, no, say what you're gonna say because I'm enjoying what you're saying right now. You're <laughs> no, nah, but you was basically saying that people have to understand that they have to be comfortable in their own skin and don't let distractions or influences uh uh influence you to make a decision that you may not make at that point or at that time or at your at your due diligence as far as when you feel like it is time and 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 looking at other people's uh what's what I'm looking for uh how the way they move and trying to relate it to you when really you should just be focusing on yourself and doing things when you feel comfortable yeah 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 so just to piggyback on what you're saying and as we talked, I had to reflect on me because I have to look at me. I'm 34. I'm going to be 35 years old this year. Facts. I'm not married. I have no children. And I've been pressured subtly and unsubtly <laughs> throughout my life from women in particular about, hey, Demetrius, you X amount of years, you don't want no, you don't want merge. You X amount of years, you don't want kids. You X amount of years, you don't want this. Are you gonna you gonna be at your job all your life and you're gonna retire and you're gonna die and you're gonna die in the house that you brought? <laughs> and again, as a real person, I felt what they saying. 
I'm not saying what they saying was wrong, but maybe they saw a little talent in me, a little potential in me. Again, I don't take that away, but let me run my own race. Right. Right. Why do I have to succumb to your beliefs and notions of how I should be living my life? Right. You may be able to quit your job. Excuse me, and double your income, but that doesn't mean that that's the trajectory of the journey for me. And I think sometimes we fall victim to trying to appease other people's expectation rather than living a life for ourselves. And you know, I brought that to Mikhail because it was just on my mind. It was on my mind heavy, and. You know, like I said, I'm 34 years old and I know that the intelligence of myself, of course, I can run different various business. I'm not saying I'm slow, but everything is about a marathon. Mm. Sometimes a lot of motherfuckers want to run a 100 meter dash. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that lactic acid build up quick on that hundred meter dash. Facts. And, and for me, I want to be the marathon man. I want to keep my same pace because it's not where I start; it's how I finish. Mm. Talk that talk. Man. <laughs> talk that talk, man. I don't even want to say nothing right now. But. So, so that and that's where the idea of talking about not folding to other people's expectations, but realizing what you want out of life and running it at a steady pace that's comfortable for you. Don't mean you're going to get to where you want to get tomorrow in six months, in a year. But if you keep putting the necessary energy and effort to your goal, I believe that it can be realized. No, that's that's real shit you just said, bro. And and to piggyback what you saying, man, I that goes back to self actualization and understanding who you are, and not you know what I'm saying, compromising on your principles and your and what you stand on. And a lot of times when you, well, we talking about relationships. When you get in relationships, a person got to respect your decision just as much you got to respect theirs. You know what I'm saying? And you know, if you're not willing to respect that, then maybe that, I'm not the person for you because I'm not moving at the pace you want me to move. And if you really want to be with me, you will understand where I'm coming from. I had a girl I was dating. <laughs> and I'm it ain't no shade on her. I'm not going to say no shade on her. But she basically, when she was able to level up, because she quit her job. Mm. And she was able to find a job within a few months after she quit her job. And she had to know to say, are you jealous of me? No, I want to see you happy. I want to see you level up. I want to see you success. I want you to be a millionaire. I want you to attain everything that you want to attain. And I'm going to support you whether I'm with you or whether I'm not with you. Because that's the love that I have in my heart. The love I have in my heart is whether you with me or which, whether you with another nigga, mm-hmm. I want to see you happy and live. Mm. And so 
that's what love is. I think people got a contrived understanding of what love is. Love to a lot of people is a selfish love. Like I love you, and if you leave me, you you ain't gonna find better. No, if you leave me, I want you to find better. I want you to find somebody that to able to accentuate what were my deficiencies were. You know what I'm saying? And so the situation as I realized (laughs) was one in which maybe I didn't make her feel comfortable with me. And, and even that particular situation, she says things to me about, Oh, well, as I mentioned before, you're going to stay at your job. You're going to stay at your house. You're not going to progress. And even if I don't, What's wrong with that? How many black men can say they own a home? How many black men can say they got a credit score over 800? How many black men? Go ahead, list them all. List them all. Come on, let's I'm go. I'm just saying. No, but 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 realistically, how many black men can say they got access to $100,000 worth of credit? I'm not trying to brag, y'all. I'm just I want you to you sound real braggadocious right no, now. No, I just want I just want to talk that shit. I'm not trying to brag of what I have cuz I don't I don't have much. But what I have, I worked hard for and from where I come from, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I come from <laughs> And so that's that's another thing like people be like like that same person was like, "Oh, well you never had nobody that pushed you." Do you know where we come from? My mom from Memphis. My father wasn't in my life, so I'm going to put that out there, point blank, period. My father wasn't in my life. My mom raised me. She from Memphis. My grandma from Memphis. My grandma just got her uh, high school, her GED, her late 70s. Mm. My, my grandma was sharecropping still, you know, in the 60s and 70s, picking cotton. Mm. My mom, my mom didn't have the level of education that some of these people have at levels level of education. She just knew she had to work hard and get to what she had to get. And I don't fault her because she didn't teach us about. She just yeah, she wasn't used. I mean, she just didn't know because that wasn't part of her journey. And can we blame her for that? Nah, nah. And, and I think that's that's the thing. Like when we make statements. Well, she should have known better. She didn't know better. Because I'm saying much, but my mom might bust my ass for it. But <laughs> her father didn't know how to read or write. You get what I'm That's saying? She, yeah. So it's like you come from the gutter in a sense where there's no understanding, no concept of how society works. And for me as a black man, knowing that all the eyes is against me, knowing that ultimately the black man is the lowest out of every other gender or race, the black man is his, the lowest form. Talk that talk, baby. Talk that talk. Go ahead, bro. No, man, you was going, bro. I'm feeling it, man. Preach. <laughs> but, but like you said back then, Getting a high school education was the was the bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Back then was being able to provide for your family. 
Working, yeah, working, just not, working, yeah, yeah, not a being career, able yeah, having a nine to five, five, and you can pay your bills yeah. was enough. It's somewhere you could retire from working forty years, and, and somebody shit. might say, "Well, you know it, and you should do better." Hold on now, like, <laughs> listen, like, we have to look at opportunities, like, because I don't believe that in this world it's that not pe- equal across the board. people yeah. get to where they get because of their own volition. They get to where they get because of the connections they have in the process. Talk that talk. Because even in that situation, I mentioned that young lady. She knew a girl that worked at the company that able her to double her salary. Knew something about it. What they say, knew something about it, knew something about it. So did you do it on your own? Of course. It's the American way, right? <laughs> it's American as apple pie in the words of Brother Carnell West. It's American as apple pie. <laughs> but just going back to what you're saying, I think people's journey in their life, you know what I'm saying? It That's the level of expectations that they have on their children because that's what they knew. You know what I'm saying? Then the parents that they had, that's what they knew. And we talk about conditions of back then where it was a problem for you even to know how to read or write. So being able to get a high school education was something that was looked up as a, as the bar or a goal. You know what I'm saying? So you have to ask yourself with that kind of conditions on you and you know what I'm saying? And, and being in those positions, man, like your forefather so subconsciously you don't have those opportunities like a person that may have been in the Rockefeller family. Exactly. Yeah, so I think people don't look at it like that, though, because they feel like, like you always say, what what they say, uh, what they say, pull your boots up. uh, Pull yourself up up by the bootstraps. Yeah, but it's not the same for everyone. And listen, they asked Dr. King the same question, and, and I'm paraphrasing and he pretty much said, how can you ask someone to pull themselves by the bootstraps when they don't have a boots to pull themselves exactly. up with? Exactly. So, I mean, when you have those disadvantages, now, you had, now you're trying to play catch up because everybody has a head start on you now. But And, and that's the thing. It's like, Everybody has an idea of what success is. My success isn't your success. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why you have to be comfortable in yourself knowing. And then you have to have an idea of what you want, man. I think a lot of times we live in a society where knowing what you want is hard. It's so many distractions, influences, bro, that it'll have you thinking that you less than what you really are because you're not living the status quo of what you see on TV or what you hear and people discussing or what's portrayed on the media. It's it's it sucks, dog. Like it, it'll it'll defeat a man if he ain't got no soul or heart or principles to stand on. Yeah, because they comparing themselves to what the idea of what success is. Like my uncle, who lives in Memphis, and to the average person, he might not have much, but I look up to my uncle. And I might have more than my uncle, but I look up to my uncle. And you know why? Because he was able to deal with all the adversity that he dealt with. He was able to say, you know what? I'm grown now. 
I'm 67. I'm going on 70. And I'm not doing the same shit that I once did. And I look up to that. Like, to me, that's success. That's overcoming your adversities. Success is not defined by materialism. Success is defined by what you deal with in life and how can you grow from it. Yeah. That's success for me. That's a blessing to me. Like a blessing ain't you getting a million dollar house or a ten million dollar house, twenty million dollar house, and saying, "Oh God, bless me." So you telling me that God has blessed you with a twenty million dollar house, and you're not that bright, but they didn't bless the person who's living on Skid Row who has three or four different degrees who's smarter than you. No, that's not what it is, and we have. An unfortunate lens of how we deem success is in this society. And that's the problem that you're dealing with when you're talking about society because they always put that, you know, that status quo of what an American dream is, the white picket fence in the houses. And, and, and that ain't always the, the truth. You know, when you come from nothing in poverty, you know, being able to successfully say you have a job and a vehicle and a place to stay, that's considered successful. You know what I'm saying? To someone that doesn't have that, that doesn't, that wasn't uh, a part of the society where they saw something different. When you, when you living in an environment where, you know, just being able to have food on your, on your, on the table and being able to, you know what I'm saying, take care of family, you know, on just basic necessities, then that that's what that's you know, that's success for someone. You know, success success is what you seek and success is what you want. You know what I'm saying? If you able if your if your dream was to have your own house, provide for your family, have two vehicles, you know what I'm saying? You may want a two-car garage and you got it, you feel that that's successful for you. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand that people always in their life and the journeys that they go through always know what their successes are but a lot of times we get influenced by what society thinks success is and that's not what it is you know what i'm saying then a lot of times what we do in america well i ain't gonna say in america what we do as people we always compare like what we got compared to somebody else bro and you can't do that because you have to, like Meech was saying, you, you got to move at your own pace and understand what you want out of life. Because what you may want out of life is not what that same person that you looking at or looking, you know what I'm saying, comparing yourself to, thinking that that's where you should be. Everything happens in due time and everything is, is, is you know, it's on your own accord, man. All you got to do is just pray to God, you hear me? What up, Linga? Down from under. What's up, Wayne? Appreciate y'all joining us. But yeah, man, success success is what you have envisioned in your life, man. But I think the problem is a lot of times when you're dealing with certain, I mean, when you're dealing with and living in your journey, it all depends on what you have been uh, brought into. What was your environment as far as what did you look into as far as like, what do I want out of life? Like if you just barely had the necessities, then successful is having those necessities and being able to live. And, and that's the bare minimum. Facts. Like being able to survive in this world is success. Being able to cope and deal with capitalism. 
is success. And whoever dealing with socialism is success. Yep. Whoever dealing with monarchism yes. is success. Yep. Right? Yeah. And I feel like we can't waver to other people's expectations of what the world is and what the world isn't. Facts. Facts. The beginning and the end are little consequences. The journey is what's important. I agree. That's real spill. Yeah, that's real. That's real. It's not where you, what you say, Meech, is where you ended, not where you started, bro. It's a marathon. Yeah, yeah. And you have to set yourself up like that. But I think the important factor is not falling to what society thinks what its success is. So what that means is you knowing what you want out of life. You knowing what are your standards. You knowing what do you want as far as the levels or goals that you want to attain and at the pace that you want to attain it at. And that's having that plan. A lot of times we live in, a lot of times people don't have time to come up with a plan because they just trying to live. They trying to survive in life. Exactly. In period. But once you reach that goal, then you, I think people at times we get comfortable and then we don't set the next goal or set set or set the next level that we should be attaining. But it's at your own pace. So. But I have I have to add to that. Like I was listening to Benny the Butcher, right? And he had a <laughs> comment in his one of his songs, and he was saying, I went to school for the same shoes in a year. And this is on this particular song. And then I was reading the comments on YouTube. And they and the com one of the commenters say only Americans talk about wearing the same shoes for a year, and that's real because in context, it's some people they ain't got no shoes for no years. Yeah. You heard me? Yeah, and sandals. I, <laughs> and I think Americans have a contrived understanding of what success is. Well, we driven by materialism. We see Wolf of Wall Street. We see the celebrities, the Leonardo DiCaprio's, the Brad Pitt's, the Angelina Jolie's, mm -hmm. the Kanye West, the Kardashians, and we see that they worth hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and we try to reach that level of attainment. And listen, I've been around rich people. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that they going through the same internal conflict as you and I. So the money just it grants you access. Access, yes. Conveniency. Yes. I can fly first class. Yeah. Hey, I flow first class one time and I love that shit. <laughs> I, I love first class. I flown worst class. I took myself last year. So last year. A tax break. No, no, last year. <laughs> I just got to say this. Last year, for my birthday, I'm like, I want to fly first class. Nah, that's real. Bucket I, list. I, it was a bucket list yeah. thing. I spent $890 for a first class ticket, and I loved it. And I was like, I understand why people fly first class. Why Why I can't? But you that was one of your, I mean, quiet as kept. That, like you said, they call it a bucket list, but that was one of your goals you wanted yeah. to do out of life. Yeah. I want to fly first, first class, class, and I flew first class. And now, let me ask you this. When you had that experience, you wanted it even more, didn't you? Exactly. I did. I'm like, fuck. I want to fly first class all the time. In fact, I want to get TSA pre-trip, pre I mean, pre-check, pardon me. 
I want to go TSA and I want to jump the line. Like that's convenience. That's what money does. And that's the pr- money makes things more convenient for you. It don't make your life better internally. It just makes it convenient. So instead of me waiting two hours for a line, like I that happened to me. I was in DC New Year's. And when I went to the line of line, I don't know if anybody been to DC airport, but the line was outside on Southwest end. And, but for one, and then the, there was a line in Southwest line, but I'm an A member cause I'm, you know, I didn't flown back and forth through these States. So, you know, I was able to <laughs> go through the A-list line and I jumped Thanks. everybody, the, the hundred people that was waiting to check in their bags. And then I was a, I got clear. I paid the money for clearing and clear allowed me to jump the line for people that was waiting up. And that was like, that made I'm good. I'm good. First class. (laughs) So the money makes shit convenient. Facts. But that don't make me internally better. Like I still at war with myself. Like I can fly first class and get out first class, go to my hotel and cry because I'm lonely. You get what I'm saying? Facts. I mean, when you look at the stars that, that that are not happy with money, bro, and you seeing, and and you <laughs> and you seeing, you know, the way they, you know, you know, commit, you know, suicide. Not to, you know, talk negative on it, but money don't make you happy. It doesn't. Yeah, it don't make you happy at all, and people just have to, yeah. Well, I ain't had that opportunity to spend more. So I was getting more. I, you know what I'm saying? No, no. I he's afforded that. No, he's saying it real. Like, I spend more the more money I made. I made some money in the stock market, and I spent all of that money. <laughs> so I agree. Like, you spend more. Like, I took more trips. I made more money. I took more trips. Like, he, hey, he telling that real still. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this though, Meech, going back to relationships. I mean, I know this is just part of it. So how so when you in a relationship, like you said, being comfortable uh being you and your decisions and you both having that same that you know, that same thought process. Yeah. How do you figure that out in a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you thinking one way and then another person's thinking the one way, but you you feel comfortable in what you're doing. You're like, well, I just want to move this route. It's all about the setup. Okay. I feel like had that woman that I was dating, had she told me in a more soft manner, like, babe, I love you. You got to preface with some shit. Like, you got to preface anything with some shit. Like some Just soft- like you women want it buttered up, we do too. We got want- feelings too. Listen, <laughs> you got to butter it up to me before you come on the real shit. Like, babe, look. I've been listening to you the last couple of years. You're a smart guy. And I love you for how the smart... And I learned a lot from you. I just feel like you should be doing more and better for your life. And whatever you need... I'm here to support you. Like that right there is the setup. Not coming to me. Dumb. You fucked up. And saying you're going to be at your job all your life. And basically like I'm going to do better because I'm going to leave my job. It's like 
now you making this something that is not because I'm going to support you, whether you happy with your job, whether you're not happy with your job, whether you're in between, like whatever you want to do, I'm going to help you and I'm going to love you regardless for it. That's just me. And when did it become a competition? According to her, it came, it became a competition. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I'm I'm sure in in certain situations, I mean, when things wasn't going well for that person, it wasn't like you was like, damn, what you going to do, huh? You going to leave your job? You gonna- no, I was happy. Like, when she told me she left her job, I was happy for her. I'm like, damn, I fuck with it because you doing out what you want to do and I'm going to support you in whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never talked down... I've never talked down on anybody who who had a job, whether they at McDonald's, yeah, whether they at Family Dollar, facts, whether they whether they cleaning at the airport making eight nine dollars an hour. Like I'm gonna support you, whatever you do, because if you got ambition, I got your back. Facts. Now, even if they comfortable where they at, I'm still not gonna talk shit about them. How can you? How can I? Yeah, because it don't I'm mean lame. yeah. yeah. I always tell my wife, man, she probably ain't gonna appreciate me saying this. But I always told her, I always said, if you ain't happy with me, I'd rather you be happy with someone else. And that's fine with me, as long as you happy. And uh, my wife used to think I was crazy, but I'm I'm serious. Like, I really mean it, I love you. Yeah, I love you. That's love. People don't know how to operate in that form of love, though. Because love, for a lot of people, is a selfish thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what have you done for me lately, love? How have you made me feel good? But that's how society influences us, bro. That's the narcissism in society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, we look, the crazy part is we look for materialistic things to make us feel happy, and we still don't find it. You know what I'm saying? This happiness is within you. What do you want out of life, man? What makes you happy, bro? You know what I'm saying? I don't have a problem being alone because I think alone sometimes gives you time to process, and 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 it, and it, and it helps you. <laughs> what you say? Message. I'm alone all the damn time. <laughs> but being alone, being alone is. is I mean, it's. Nah, a, let him come in. Who is it? Okay. Yeah, let him come in. Let him talk some shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's trying to enter the live audio. I thought I seen that. Let him come in. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. What's up, Linga? I guess he's trying to come in. Yeah, but that that happiness, bro, is it's important and key because you gotta you gotta know what you what you want out of life, man. It's the blueprint of life. Yeah, the blueprint of your life. Of your life. Yeah, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you like me, they may not be fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like may not be fit for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so, mean, I mean, and if you look at the practic the the matter of fact. By my age, you was married. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and you had one kid by my age, haven't you? Yeah. I don't have a kid. I'm not married. Yeah. And 
But that's your choice. Yeah, and you figured out what works for you, and you decided to move your life. That's respectable. Yeah. Me, I decided to do my life, and that's respectable. It's no disrespect, regardless whether you want to have a family, have kids, or whether you want to be single until you figure it out. And I think that a lot of times people try to get you on a level, but a lot of times it ain't meant for you to be on a level. Like, let me figure it out for myself. And if it works, I love it to work. But I mean, in regards to having a family, but if it don't work, let me be. If I don't have children, let me be. Like if I'm in a nursing home by myself, let me be. Yeah. Understand that I chose to put myself in that situation. <laughs> And don't judge me because I don't have kids. I don't have nobody checking on me at a nursing home. Right. It's okay. There he is. Come on in. Linga, we see you. Uh, hey, hey. Long time listener, third time caller. What's up, What's, Linga? What's good? <laughs> How you going, fellas? Oh, man, we, we good. Blessed. How you feeling? Yeah. What's the time? Yeah, out? yeah. What's good, the, what, hey. Hold on. What's the time out there? Right. <laughs> it's like uh, twelve forty-one in the afternoon on Sunday. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, down under yeah. for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a head fuck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's seven forty-one p.m. Yep. United yep. States time, Central. Saturday night. Seven forty-one Central United States time. What's yeah. good? How you feeling? Right, yeah, so. man. Yeah, look, you know, I originally thought this show was a weight loss program, <laughs> dropping jewels. <laughs> you know, jewels is a unit of energy. But, Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but then what I realized is that you guys like have, uh, you know, you really got a good way of being able to help people understand like wellness from a whole holistic perspective like all of the parts yeah absolutely (laughs) talk your talk (laughs) yeah man so yeah I I was listening to your stories then and uh, you know it's funny I think like you guys are probably about the same age you know I'm like 40 odd or or not quite and um, yeah anyway I I just kind of like I think there's this point where like I had a very similar discussion with my other half about the same thing that you just mentioned then about, you know, if you want to have a crack, you know, I've been listening to you for years, talk about having a crack. Why don't you get off, you know, <laughs> like get off that fucking train and, and get on a different one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that grass, they think they, sometimes, you know, a lot of people think that grass is green on the other side, man. Try it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then like I had that discussion, and you know what I thought to myself it was this really weird moment when you just mentioned what you said then, and I was like, "He's fucking right." Like, <laughs> this is like the last. <laughs> this is like the last sprint. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be doing this shit from fifty to sixty. You want to be doing it from forty to fifty. <laughs> you know? Yeah, facts. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're just not going to have the energy from 50 to 60 to do this shit. So if you're going to do it, do it now. And I think the women are right, man. I think on this occasion, not that we're ever going to tell them, but I think they're right. Mm, what do you mean by that, that they're right? Well, they're right about, like, now's a good time. 
Mm. Like now's as good as any. If you're going to have a crack, this is your time. Go for it. And all you need is to know that someone can support you. You know. So how long you been married? Uh, like twelve years. Oh, you've been in deep, into yeah. deep. <laughs> yeah, you've been married <laughs> a while. <laughs> yeah, we we know how to piss each other off without talking. It's beautiful. That's a that's a great relationship. Where your wife from? She from Australia. Ah, uh, she's Kiwi actually. She's so she's from uh, New Zealand. Oh, oh wow, okay. that's what's up. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. Dad, come, come on. on. Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> she better get in your ass. Can you hear her? <laughs> I can hear Oh, man. Hey, that's, Daddy, that's dude, my little never daughter. Stop, She's like, Dad, come on. I hear What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why you pulled over on the side of the road when it's like, you know, it's probably like 90 degrees? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's winter here, brother. It's yeah, like it's cold, brother. It's Twenty like, degrees here. Yeah, no, oh, man. I mean, that's that's real though, man. And you know, sometimes people find out later what their happiness is, is is what they actually think it is. You know, and whatever you think it is, whatever you feel like it's gonna make you happy, go ahead and attain but, but, that. But but he says some real shit, like the women are right. It's just the presentation of his like right, right, babe. right. I want to see you do good. Just do it now. Like you in a prime of your life. life. Like we are in a prime of our life right now. It's like, downhill after that. You it's know? downhill. <laughs> you heard me. We, we in a prime of our life. So fucking do it. Nah, that's real. That's real, man. How yeah, do I kind of. And you know, like go, last. Go ahead. What was that, man? No, nah, what Sorry, was you going to say? No, no, no. What was you going to say? So I've been playing music for like 20, oh, probably 30 years, really. Like, you Are know, you a musician? Little. And um, yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's not my day job, right? Okay. And I always had these dreams of like doing music as a, as a job. And then last night, like, you know, my wife convinced me. She's like, okay, go down to the local pub, book yourself a gig. And play for a few hours and just prove to yourself you can do it. You got you a know? good woman. Yeah, that was support. Man. And I did it. And I played for like fucking four hours straight or something. It was a long gig. And, um, you know, I think you, you're right. Like, uh, I think we're in this prime period where, you know, 30 to 40 to sort of mid 40s to 50. It's like if you're not on your game, get in it. You know what I mean? Get off the sideline. Mm. You know, you know what's well. I know over here we we corporate America has put blinders on us on our true happiness, and it 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 really don't help us for reaching that goal of happiness because it's all about the money or the the dollars or the monetary needs that I can do to provide for a family when at that time you just really working just to be working just to provide instead of maybe doing something that's fulfilling or that's going to fulfill your life and make you feel happy man and that's the problem with corporate America and, and I'm indebted in it too because that's the way we got to live over in this country so I, mean, I can't speak of other countries but you know that's just what it is man and it's sad sometimes because it, it, it takes the creative control out of the human being's hands and then you just become that robot 
Oh man, Lincoln left on us. It's all good. No, nah, he got the kids in the right. background. <laughs> he got the kids in the background. She like daddy. Yeah. Yeah, we talked to you, Lingo. But no, nah, I just when he was just talking about like him being a musician, he, you know, like you said, he got a nah, great wife. That's a great that's yeah. a great woman yeah. he got. Cause she just book, yeah. She ain't just condemn him. She said, she go said, do it. Let's book see. a load. Yeah. Book book a show and do it. And then you're going to manifest your truth in that. Right. Right. And and <laughs> that probably was the time in his life, bro. Those four hours? Yeah. <laughs> those four hours was the best four hours of his life. Like, I ain't going to say it was better than pussy, but it was <laughs> damn near close. You heard me? See, see, he had a great gig. Yeah. So, just think if you know, it's a lot of people who probably have that fucking drive to do it, but understand that we live in a world where monetary trumps it all. You hear me? Yeah, because yo, you got obligations. Exactly. You got obligations. Like behind all that, you got obligations. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man. That's I mean, that's what that's that, that's what we talking about, man. Like he's a musician. He said, "Fuck." His wife's like, "Fuck it, just go do it." And that's the type of love and support. Yeah, you need. like I need. Yeah, like not to take push a, you. Just do it. Listen, I'm I'm not trying to those throw darts or shots at the person I was dealing with at the time. I'm just saying that it was a communication that wasn't. There was a communication. She had love for you. She got she love for me. She just didn't know how to say yeah, it in a way to where it was me. loving. She just had it. She didn't know how to say it in a way I could understand. And that could have been her experience. That Maybe that was a way for her, for people to talk to, I mean, that she's yeah, been around. Yeah, people, and again, I can't knock her for that. Exactly. But exactly. it just didn't work for me. Facts. And that's why I'm saying in a relationship, how do you get to that point, though, bro? Like- like you said, being comfortable and being you, but somebody has to realize that you being you is who you are and being able to live in that space. You got to learn it's not about you. It's about the situation. It's about you guys together. So like when you decide, like at this point, I hate to admit it, but this is the reality. When you're in a relationship, you peg to that person. Even though I believe marriage, you tether to that person, but you peg to that person when you're in a relationship. You become tethered in a way when you become married, but it's all a progression. And if you're dealing with someone, they should uplift you to challenge you to get to your dreams, goals, and aspirations. And unfortunately, there's this judgment Mm-hmm. Coming in on a relationship end, not saying it don't come from the merge end. I never experienced the merge end, so I don't know. But maybe people that's married can speak for me better. <laughs> but I don't know. But I just know that, that yeah, you you tell it. I mean, like yeah, because now you're moving as you one unit. You you, you should you should let me say this. You should move as you one unit. You know what I'm saying? Even though I have my beliefs and my wife has her beliefs, we both know what the common goal is and we understand. And, and it's not about us, you know, trying to knock each other down. It's about because it the family doesn't work. The dynamics of the family doesn't work it if don't. we're not if we're not uplifting each other. Because your children, trust me, your children is observing everything oh that you do Bruh. and, and they living in it, man. Bro, you you know what kids 
are the most observing. Man, who you telling? I know that just off of watching my nieces and nephews and watching like my little nephew, he was watching his older sisters (sighs) laugh at him when he used to fuck up. And so he got a rise out of that. And I was able to observe that. So I'm like, man, these kids is hella observing. Yeah. 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 I funny, funny you said that because you sent me a text. You did a video and it said like from the beginning. And you had your little nieces and nephews. This was a long time ago. I don't know if you remember that. Uh you did a video, a compilation, kind of like a compilation. Yeah, my little niece. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but no, man, it it. Yeah, you 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 can't ignore it. You know what I'm saying? Can't be lazy. Nope. And you got to have communication skills, man. It's you got to talk to your partner because if you don't talk to your partner, man, it, it makes things so complicated. Because then y'all not on the same page. Then that's why it's important to be on the same page. But in order to, you know, you have to be comfortable in yourself, and your wife has to understand it. And you have to, and it's vice versa. You have to understand that she's comfortable in herself, and you know her principles, and that's how it works together. That's where the compromise comes in. That where you guys are trying to be one unit, and y'all raising a family at one unit. They might not agree with everything you do, but it's a conversation that can be had to where if you agree with it or not, you know, you can rectify the situation. It's not that damn uh, important to where it should break a marriage, but it should be a conversation made. And communication and the way you say things goes a long way versus, you know, coming down on somebody. Because if you say something in a demeaning action, then I feel like you're taking a shot at my character. Then we're going to have a problem. And then so you're not going to get the response you think you should get. So that's why it's important for you to be comfortable in yourself. But at the same time, learn how to commit. That's why communication is key in a lot of things, bro. I'm gonna just say that flat out. But but I feel like communication and understanding is like correct. You gotta be able to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And like my man down in Australia, his his wife was was able to put herself in his shoes and she know he loved music and she know he a musician. And she said, Babe, go ahead and just book you a show. Facts. And Do my, it. And my dude did that shit. He enjoyed it. He was eating tacos and shit. <laughs> but that's that's part of the process. Is like we don't have time to waste in this life because as we get older, we get to a point where we can't do shit no more. You right. feel what I'm saying? Like my grandma, she 86 years old. She in a nursing home. She can't move. Mm. Like I'm thirty, I'm thirty four, finna be thirty five. I'm 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 not too many four years removed from that. <laughs> I'm just being real, like, like I'm not far. Like fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do now. That's how I feel. It's like, and it's good to have people like in, in, in that. Even though I made a comment about people saying shit, but in that, it's good about somebody challenging you to be great. Yeah, but they gotta know how you accept challenges. You know, it's a way. It's a way you can challenge somebody without being, you know, disrespectful. You know what I mean? So, you know, the conversation can be had. I'm not saying it can't. Yeah. But it's the way you convey it. Yeah, that's facts. You know what I'm saying? A coach knows certain players he can't come to in a way to where he's gonna challenge them. And then it's the ones he know he can be just an asshole and challenge them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain players react differently. 
You got to know your personnel. Yeah, personnel, yeah. exactly. So that's just human behavior. You know what I'm saying? That's psych one-on-one, knowing who you're talking to. You know what I'm saying? But once again, you know, we get inundated in these ideologies that we thinking that's perfect or that's right. And we find out that shit ain't what it really was. Just like with Chris, you know, last week yeah, or a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. How he was like, shit, they told me to get a job, work, and get a house and all that. It's supposed to be. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not saying yeah, verbatim. Go ahead. But he was just saying, shit, I wasn't happy. He had that ninety thousand yeah, dollars yeah. job. <laughs> he was looking at them three, four hundred thousand dollars a year houses. Facts. He realized that wasn't happiness, and he quit all of that. Yep. That's one person I admire, the biz hippie. I admire him because he created his own narrative. He ain't. He's not allowing society to dictate his narrative because <laughs> he could have been done it. Nah, that's facts. That's facts. And and we we find ourselves in situations, man. Like. Man, you always have a discussion. Let me tell y'all, man. Me and Meech talk all the time about entrepreneurship or some plan that we trying to come up with, man. We we feed off each other and, you know, that's how it should be, man. I should be bigging up my brother and he should be doing the same, bro. So if, if you ain't got people in your corner like that, then, bro, I, I feel sorry for you, for real. You know, I ain't going to say I feel sorry for you. Nah, bro. but 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 it's like, you know, around the, it's not a feel sorry. It's you around the wrong people. Yeah. You around the wrong people if they not trying to big you up and let you elevate. Like, I would love to see a nigga I know make a million dollars. Would I be jealous? No, I'd be like, damn, he leveled up. Facts. Do that shit. Facts. And I'm the type, I'm going to put you on game if I can. And then once I make a million, yeah, I'm going to put people up yeah. who I love and care about. I'm like, look, this how you make a meal because I just made a meal. Exactly. Exactly. And if, hey, look, look, don't worry. Just do this shit and I'm going to make sure you good. <laughs> so we talked about the relationship aspect of it. Go ahead. But let's talk about the real world aspect of it. Go ahead, talk. How do we get comfortable within ourselves and being comfortable in the pace that we moving and not a, and not get aggravated or um upset at the way it's going because of what society tells us or the ideology that we or the journey that we think it should go, but the way it is really going? I feel like being aggravated is part of the process. Being upset is part of the process. I feel like it's the motivational piece, right? If you're not aggravated in the situation you're in, you're comfortable. Mm. And if you're comfortable, you want to be where you at. And so I've confided in people, and that's why they was able to say, well, you're too comfortable. I confide in them like, damn, I'm not happy. And it's easy for somebody to say, just get up and do this and do that. It's easy for you to say from the sidelines. Right. Looking in, you like, eh. But I got a mortgage. <laughs> I got Amory UEE. <laughs> I got LaClee Gas, American Water. They coming for me each month. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, uh, now do I got an a nest egg? Yeah, I do, but at the same time, I'm worried, right? And that's a nat. It's nothing wrong with being worried about shaking up everything that you know to be true, and taking a leap, a leap of faith on yourself. It's not worried. It's not nothing wrong with being worried about where the money's gonna come from. 
Mm. It just got to do this shit. Yeah. <sighs> Facts. Hey, w- when did you get to that point, though? When, when did it dawn you? You was like, damn, man, something got to be different, bro. You know what? Within the last year, year and a half, fortunately for me, I've been around some successful people, mm-hmm. multi-million dollar companies, mm. and seeing how they live their life and and seeing the level that the shit they've been able to obtain from that. And I was like, no disrespect to them. I was like, damn, like, I'm in your circle. I can talk on your level. I could do the same shit you're doing. And so that made me hit the realization. Yeah, that Kanye West feeling, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like, not to discredit them, because I know they smart too, but it's like, damn. Damn, like, they that much better than me? <laughs> that's where it come down to. I'm versed. Like, I read a lot of different shit, so I can talk. Nah, my man do. He, yeah, he I, a reader. Hey, yo, I could talk about Mozart. Yeah. Johann Bach. Yeah. Talk that talk. <laughs> Talk about Galileo. Facts. Newton. What? Einstein. Tesla. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? These, these the Tesla was the reason behind this podcast, right? That's why it's called Jopping Jewels. It's a unit, unit of energy. energy what? Talk that talk. What Nikola Tesla? But we could talk huh? about that, but then we could talk about Jordan Peterson, yeah. Candace Parker. Yeah. Cornell West. Talk. <laughs> Benjamin Banneker. Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin Banneker. Like we could talk on many different levels because I'm abreast to that. If that John makes sense. Brown, if y'all John want Brown, <laughs> Nat Turner. <laughs> if you want to start the revolution, <laughs> no man, it's is it, you know what it is, man. I think media has fucked us up so much, bro, that the ideology is not yourself no more because you want to become part of the world now. You know what I'm saying? Just think about it. Who, when you buying clothes or when you buying them joys, what you trying to what you trying to show? That you got it. We do. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying people can't like it. They can like it. They can like it, but what does it mean when you get Givenchy or or, or Louis Vuitton? What does that What does that status say about you? So, so American culture is predominantly Christian. <laughs> That's <a> fact. <laughs> but Jesus was not of this world mm. in a sense. Not not saying that he was extraterrestrial or he was super spiritual, <laughs> but <laughs> he was an ET. I'm just saying that. If if Jesus was on this world and was in this society right now, you wouldn't recognize him because he'll be around the people who you want to who you don't even want to be associated with. You'd be on Skid Row. He'd be on Skid Row. <laughs> he'd be near Larry Rice. He'd be near. He'd be near Larry Rice. I mean, let's just be talk real. Talk, the please. man that you worship, who you manifest is. Truth to power, you wouldn't even understand him because he wouldn't even be fucking with you. Come on, man. The biggest religion is all about the almighty dollar. <laughs> Message. <laughs> Come on, man. You know that, man. Jesus wasn't rich, was he? 
He had twelve. Well, he wasn't rich in the sense of monetary gains. That's what I mean. Hell no. <laughs> he wasn't trying to get promoted at his job. Because if he was trying, if Jesus was trying to get promoted at his job, he had been a priest, <laughs> a high priest. He wasn't trying to do the work of the priests. He was trying to expose the priests and the Romans for who they were. That's why they had to get them, huh? Is what they, well, according to Christianity, yes. <laughs> according to Christianity, they had to get them for what he stood for, which went against what they believed in. Uh, so you going to persecute me because I don't believe in what you believe in? Oh, uh, no, nah, you know. <laughs> I mean, even the ideology of you trying to leave a job where they feel like you're secure and you have a pension is crazy to a lot of people, bro. There's no guarantee in a pension. Like, once you realize that there's no guarantees in nothing in this life, you start opening your eyes and saying, why am I vested in something that I might not never get a return on? And that's where you have to challenge yourself and believe and understand. <laughs> Only thing guaranteed in this world is death. And taxes. Because <laughs> Uncle Sam is going, Caesar is going to get his cut. What is he? Caesar. Caesar. <laughs> what Jesus say, render what's to Caesar is Caesar's. Like, you have to give Caesar his part of that bullshit. Because <laughs> Caesar need his army. That's right. And if you look at the United States, shit ain't changed since thousands of years ago. Yeah. The reason for economics is for military. Facts. And if you don't understand that, you don't understand anything. Okay, what's up, Linga? Come on back, baby. Talk that shit. Talk that talk, Linga. <laughs> Sorry, man, I dropped out before. Oh, no, it's good. No, good. I was just good. thinking, you know, if if Jesus is playing for the Cleveland Browns, then <laughs> why the fuck didn't he help him this year? <laughs> <laughs> what you say if you, ain't, if you play for the Cleveland Browns? What happened, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said he was hanging out with people that no one wanted to hang out with. <laughs> that that's a fact. Like if you really want to digest what Jesus was, mm. he wasn't a person that'll be fucking with people like you and I. Yeah. Maybe he, he fucking with the downtrodden. Yeah. The outcasts. Yeah. The people who had disabilities. The people that's frowned upon in our society. Yeah. Yeah. You either was gonna join his team or you wouldn't. And uh, he ain't give a he give a fuck what you thought. <laughs> that he was he was strong in his conviction. From last year. Say it again. Who did he play for last year? I think he played for Cleveland last year and then he left this year. <laughs> uh, but you know what? <laughs> you know what? You're you're right. Like it, it, he is. He was quite clearly a black man mm. in the Bible, right? Mm. Quite clearly. Like but, but, it's, well, it's, so it's I got a question: reference. Whether he was black or white, does it even matter? Mm. No, but what I mean is the story has changed, right? Yeah. So forget the color. It's it's not the point. What I mean is the whole like image of who he was has changed. Yeah. So if they can change his skin color in words, 
then they can clearly change who we hang out with as well, you know, Ooh and the circles that he works in. Dropping jewels. Let's go. Come on, Linga. There you go. <laughs> so how do we know the real story? You know, how do we know the real story? I, I think you guys are right. I think if he was a man of the people, and he would have been with those people that needed help. Mm. Mm. That's, That's a real shit. Yeah. Which... And then I think the message is, like I'm Catholic, right? I grew up Catholic. But I think the message is to understand that everybody needs help. Mm. Like no one is above help. Mm, that's the truth. You know, that whole thing about don't um, worship false gods and, you know, don't have false idols and, you know, get, give, like give where you can, like charity is a virtue. You know, these type of things, that's to help remember everyone to level themselves so like when you talk about before about how much money was involved like mm. the million dollar club you know these dudes and then they forget who they are you know mm, yeah so yeah. for me jesus and the church was the leveler to keep everyone even mm. keep mm. it all leveled across the board huh Man, you keep it a real, man. I'm trying to go to Australia. You hear me? I'm trying to go down under. You hear me? <laughs> All right, matey. I, I put my little girl to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, but you, you you speaking some knowledge, though, man. And uh, I mean, it's just the realness, man. We appreciate you even sharing this with us, man. We appreciate you just listening to us, man, and always being a supporter for us, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like like me said, we got we to gotta come over there one time out of our lifetime. That's on our bucket I'm coming line. out there. <laughs> Where you at in Australia? Yeah. In the middle bit. <laughs> Shit, we gotta, you got to have... Like you a, gotta, hold on, you got to hit me today because I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Just the middle bit. So, like, you so, know, like not the edge. So we're on an island, right? So if I was the, so I know Sydney. <laughs> Every yeah. city That'll do. Get get to Sydney and we'll drive and find you. How far It'll are you from right. Sydney, Australia? Oh, it'll take me a while to get there, but that's oh, okay. We that's a while. No, we can fly from Sydney <laughs> yeah. to there. I ain't trying to take you a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're trying to go to the streets. Man, it'd be love if we can get Man, you if on you're the flying, line. If you boys are flying first class and you're skipping all the queues, you're, <laughs> you're going to have enough to get yourself out to where I am. <laughs> no, no, no. So I flew first class a couple yeah, he, of Yeah, he flew. Get yeah, because that, that was a bucket list day. <laughs> but yeah, I know, I know that it's not going to take much. No, nah, that's, that's real. Then what I pay for first class, I know I can get Australia because I spent 860 US dollars to go to yeah. fucking That'll be a dope trip. Too. Seattle from New York. Ooh, that'll be dope. I just, I loved when you said that. I loved when you said, yeah, I flew first class once. Because, like, <laughs> I have as well. Once. Yes. <laughs> how, how you enjoy? How you enjoy? How did you enjoy? Uh, I, I got, like, a free upgrade. And I was like, fuck it, good sis. This is how everyone else lives. You know? <laughs> it's beautiful, ain't it? <laughs> it's a- yeah, it's something else. The seats were more comfortable. I had a charger plug. 
<laughs> I don't know how right. flying out in Australia is, but out in America, like most airlines don't even have a charger port in they nah, fucking plane. Nah. 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 You know, Jesus is up the back somewhere in cattle class. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's asking for bottles of water just so he can get pissed. <laughs> 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 nah, uh, that'll be dope, man. We can come out there and do a, a episode with you, man. That'll be real dope, bro. That will be good. That will be good. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, I, I, I'm really quite grateful for the fact that you guys are on, and you know, people find each other for a reason. Like, I don't know when you guys come on; it's just random. My turn. Yeah, on. we so random yeah, with it. We are. We try to be more consistent, but go ahead. <laughs> no, this is totally fine. But what I think is cool is like, there's a lot of people that we keep running into each other in circles because we have to teach each other. Like we have to share the knowledge, you know. Yeah. We have to share what what we're learning, and we have to hear it. And like the power of uh, hearing someone else's story helps helps you, like as an individual. So, you know, that's the whole Alcoholics Anonymous model. <laughs> you know, hi, my name's Linga. I'm I'm an alcoholic. Oh, I fucked up. I lost my family. Blah blah blah. And then it really came down to the fact that I couldn't control myself. You know, after five o'clock, and then someone goes, "Oh, that's the same as me." You know, mm. facts. Mm. Yeah. And so it's like in sharing. Yeah. This is where you learn. No, that's real. And, and it shows that we're dealing with the same shit in America as you dealing yep. with in Australia. Yeah. So shit don't change, even if it, there's a language barrier. We go through the same shit. We we yep. deal with government corruption. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. Take the fucking vaccine. Because I know out in Australia, they making every motherfucker take the vaccine, huh? Yeah. You needed to take a shit soon. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Linga? That's my least concern, shit. That's about what they, about what they putting in this food and shit. You want, you want to talk about that? I ain't, worried yeah, man. About that. I ain't worried about that, but... Nah, I mean, he's saying some real shit, man. The, the, the biggest thing is we're talking about human race problems, bro. You know what the biggest thing I reckon is? It's not the vaccine. It's not COVID or SARS as it is, which we've had before. It's not um, any of this conspiracy bullshit. The biggest con in the whole thing is the line that says we're all in this together. Mm. This has been the most divisive, mm. most divisive thing that's happened since the Jews got persecuted. Mm. Mm, talk it, talk it, man. And for what reason? You know, like, I mean, the only reason to really set about dividing is to be able to take advantage somewhere, you know? Yeah. It's always that's, a that's, scheme, ain't it? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, people just people need to unite. Like, I don't know if you guys listen to Bob Marley, but go back and listen to that stuff and actually listen to what he was saying. Like, he's telling the stories of right now, but it's not now, it's an internal struggle. Mm. Like, it's always there. Nothing has changed. It's always been like this. How come we don't learn from history? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Because <laughs> too painful, maybe I don't know. You know, history is supposed to predict a better future, right? If you learn from it, if you do, yeah. But why does a junkie keep using? Exactly. You know. Yeah. 
It's the thrill. Oh, I'm going to I'm gonna get that high. I'm, I promise you. Yeah. No, I was just telling him about I'm it. I'm mute for a bit. I'll listen to you talk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Share your story. Share your story. <laughs> nah, man. We, we we just love listening to everyone else's stories, man, because they're nah, the ones who give us... Yeah, just your experiences alone, man, is, is very uh, educational on, on this piece that we're speaking on, man. Like... That's why we did this podcast because this podcast is for the people, man. To to come and speak, it's it's not about being stars or it's about being celebrities and all that. No, we did this because we really wanted to contribute into the to the life of human beings, man. Being a human being and knowing that the struggles are real, no matter what color you are, where you from, what's your status quo. It's mm. about being real shit, man. I couldn't have said it as better as you said. <laughs> it. Like, it's not about black, white. Yellow, red, wherever you. I gotta tell you, boys. Go ahead. Whatever you said, then you sound like you're underwater. <laughs> so we didn't hear any of it, but it sounded like it said some real shit, bro. Say what you just said, Ken. No, I said well. That's why we did this podcast because it's about the people, man. It's about you know not being celebrities and just being the common folks that live in this world, and and you know what I'm saying, and being a human being. It's not about being black. It's not about being white. It's about going through the struggle and learning from each person's experiences and knowing that we have more Facts. likeness than we do differences. You know what I'm saying? And the division, what you're talking about, like we have to come together as a human race. That's the problem. But capitalism makes sure that there's it division. It does. And if you American American society has perfected Western civilization, Western Western civilization has perfected so-called enlightenment. So-called enlightenment has stemmed from Galileo, Mm. in my opinion. Mm. Galileo told the church that the world doesn't revolve around itself like the every, the the center is in the world we have a whole universe right and so as you have Galileo then you have Newton and you have other you know yeah. so called scientists, yeah. scientists behind it then you have Albert Einstein E equals M- MC squared MC squared right and so you have people who have a blind belief in their understanding but I challenged someone who questioned me because I told I told someone one time, I'm like, I'm feeling your vibe. Your vibe is X, Y, Z. And she was like, oh, how you figure that? It, it, it is. It is. Like, energy is this. Energy is that. I'm like, do you know at one time that blacks was considered subhuman according sub-human. to your- Subhuman. Say that According shit, to your science. Subhuman. And so, how you gonna tell me some science shit? And science isn't really all the time based on fact. And so she didn't like what I said. And she's like, oh, you degenerate, you this, you that, you that. I'm like. And she was strong in her convictions, huh? Yeah, because you wanna believe in the science and we don't have no understanding of what this universe is made of. And we never gonna have an understanding within our lifetime, which. It's okay. But that's where I have a problem with when people say 
oh, they talking about wokeness. I'm like, well, y'all talk about enlightenment. What's the difference? <laughs> it's the same. You talk song. about woke, you talk about enlightenment. What's the difference? <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. That's so true, hey. I, I agree with you. And like science is deductive, right? All it tells you, like everything in science, when you when you study it, it's it's saying like they, they use a null hypothesis. <laughs> you know, they you know, like they legitimately say, uh, we need to disprove that this happens, you know? Facts. We need to disprove that when we let a ball go, it doesn't go into the sky. <laughs> yeah, until and so they, they it let does. it go and it falls. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so it only science only tells us what we already know isn't correct. But can it explain the unseen? No, it doesn't explain anything. All it tells us is it's not this. Hmm. And I, I feel like science is all about bullshit. Motherfucker bullshit you to make you believe this. Yeah, I feel like no, not not to say that certain aspects of science is science isn't true, but that's based on a level of understanding they have right now. A hundred years and a hundred years from now, they yes. might have a level of understanding that is greater than us, and they'd be like, oh, they thought this a hundred years ago, but no, we not we know this now. Because if you look at 500 years ago, yeah. no, a thousand years ago, they thought the earth was flat. Facts. Well, some people still do, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm talking about the general consensus. <laughs> some people still do think it's flat. I went a bit deep on that last week. Don't talk to me about that at the moment because I'm, I'm in two minds at the moment. <laughs> I was I wasn't, and then my wife started telling me about it. I'm like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> and then she just kept showing me stuff, and there was more and more and more of it. And I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Maybe." He said, like, "Maybe." <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to argue about it anymore because it's like once someone believes it's flat, you can't argue with them anyway. <laughs> so, so, your, so your wife believed that the world is flat? Yeah. Well, she, she, yeah, yeah. He said that's all he can say. Yes. She doesn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> And it's nothing wrong with that belief because we haven't seen it for ourselves, so we don't know. We taking it from a secondary, a primary source. source so yeah. we secondhand nature, so we don't know what the fuck going on outside of this unit, this Earth. Has anybody flew in the orbit? I haven't. Yeah, so Is it, I, ain't, I ain't got a million dollars. Anyone flown over the Antarctic? Ooh, why? Is- why can't you fly north south over the Arctic? Mm. Why aren't you allowed? And you know, every country in the world got an understanding about this. Sure too. do. What is really going on in Antarctica? Yep. <laughs> Fuck knows. <laughs> oh. Fuck knows. They say it's tropical. But, you know, the Nazis. The, the Nazis were on it. Yeah, they, like they were. They had bases yeah. down there. That's why yeah, they wanted. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what. That's why they wanted Argentina so bad. That's mm. also probably why the British were fighting over Argentina mm. in the Falklands. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> Come on, man. We love that history. Fuck all else down there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I fuck with that shit. My man, he said he's dropping them jewels. <laughs> hey, he, he know this shit because yeah. the Nazi was in uh, Arctic. They sure was. They had them underground base. Nazi was trying to do flying spaceships. Yep. yep. Hey, Hitler. Yep. As fucked up as Hitler was, Hitler was on some shit. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the war. <laughs> they, just, they just recruited all those those Nazi scientists. They just recruited them into the American bloody science system. I mean, look at Nikola Tesla. Yes. He got ridiculed. Yes. So, so everything that he he, he fucking he, he made an earthquake in his in his lab and went fuck. Well, that was dangerous. You know, and then that was it. That was the end of him. You know? Yeah, he he tried to set up in Colorado a wireless system to make sure that everybody got free energy. Mm. JP Morgan found out what he was doing. He was like, nah, shut it down. Shut shut down that warden cliff. Shut that's what it, it down. Was I got too much money in this. But the energy is all around us. Yeah. That's what this podcast is based on, that energy. Talk that talk, Meech. <laughs> that podcast is based on that energy, that energy that's free. Facts. That they don't want to right. tap in because they want to keep us entrapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, where you where you headed? Where you headed? I'm going for a swim. It's fucking hot here. It's like a hundred degrees. It'd be a hundred degrees, man. Ah, damn, do boy, I said a do swim. Do y'all get a summer? Do y'all get a winter. winter out there? Yeah, 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 yeah. It snows in some parts. Yeah. What is winter like for where it's you? It's a bit at? like Texas. Ah, it's like Texas. I got you. Y'all don't see. You know see. how they had those, like, yeah, real hot and real cold. So what months are, are considered winter time around in Australia? Uh, so it's just the opposite, like uh, June, July, August. Really? But we actually have. Uh, really? Yeah. So what's interesting is, like, we have um, Christmas is always hot. So we always have, like, salads and seafood and stuff for Christmas because it, it's fucking hot. Like, it's usually 100 <laughs> degrees or 110. Hell, I need well, there's fucking it. fires everywhere. God, yeah, and yeah. we drink, like, fish on Christmas Day, you know? Like, we drink dick <laughs> and it's hot. What, what you drink? What you usually drink? Beer, wine, what? What you drink? Yeah. Yeah, I usually drink beer. Yeah, we, I haven't really... I haven't really got into Hennessy yet. Hennessy is horrible. Right. <laughs> you don't need to get into that uh, shit. Hennessy is like one of the worst whiskeys to drink. Yes, sir. Like, that's horrible. I'm not a. So, so I was going to tell you just quick because I got I to gotta take my girl for a swim. She's waking up. Um, she got sick of me talking. But uh, the. The actual the indigenous culture here, mm -hmm. they actually believe there's like six or seven seasons. There's not four. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's a windy season. There's a plant flowering season. There's a fire season. There's a, a hibernation season. You know, there's like all these different seasons. 
and they use like triggers in the environment to know when the seasons change. Mm. And after talking to mm. some, like one of my friends, he's like 80 and he's Aboriginal fella. Mm. And he said to me, they're all fucked up, mate. All these seasons are all fucked up <laughs> because they're all coming at the wrong time. <laughs> the birds are confused, you know? Yeah. So, well, do, what do you think that is due to? Would you say that's due to global warming or what? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I, I, I reckon that people our age, we've been taught about greenhouse gases, global warming since the start of school. And so it's been indoctrinated to us to consider that that's the reason for things. Yeah. And now what we're seeing is like yeah. post-COVID, now they're starting to talk about climate change. Then it'll be power shortages. Then they're going to say, like they reckon in Australia, but in the next 10 years, more than half the cars will be electric. So, Ooh, and they're putting it down to global Ooh. warming. Mm. Mm. So, you know, the irony about like, global warming and and those things like i wonder whether that was just a big ploy to get us to start to change the way we're living by the time we reach 50 you know what i mean but i they, wondered if that's what it was about but i feel like they created a dynamic to begin with like they created these industries that create the greenhouse gases and they trying to tell you and i like we got to be worried about global warming but at the same time, you're not creating entities to check these corporations that Correct. pollute the environment. Facts. Correct. Like we should have yeah. boudets. You, we, <laughs> we don't need toilet paper. We should have what? Boudets. Yeah, I got boudets down in. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Like, like we use yeah. toilet paper, but you know what? I I seen some today. It fucked me up. Portugal used the most. Toilet paper out of any other nation. <laughs> really? <laughs> that fucked me up. Yeah. What a boudet eh? You heard me? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And and flushing flushing your toilet with fresh water. What the fuck? <laughs> so, so, you know? So like why why not use recycled water for that? That's a great point. A so point. so in Australia, do y'all use a lot of toilet paper, or do y'all got boudets? <laughs> we use gum leaves, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a little bit, the slippery ones are really awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk, dead talk, yeah. nigga. You're on a surreal. Yeah, and they, it, they don't deal with hair real well either. You know, it's tricky. It's a tricky job. <laughs> <laughs> Toilet paper one on one. It don't even clean your ass. Hey, yeah. <laughs> no, hey, no, I ain't no, gonna no. lie. We, we, like, but I wear that toilet paper. I ain't we, gonna front, bro. I ain't gonna lie, but though. But if I gotta go over somebody's house, I gotta take another shower after I shit it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> no. I don't want to be like, oh, oh I want to <laughs> check your draws. <laughs> man, the struggle of man, hey. The struggle of man. <laughs> so, so, fellas, i got to go, but um, I, you sound like you're pretty well read. If you haven't read about David Suzuki, 
like he, he wrote a lot about um, economic sustainability and stuff in the 90s. He's a Japanese American. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Canadian, so, so, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look up his stuff, man, because um, everything he said in the 90s is now starting to become Reality. good practice. Yeah. Or good, yeah. 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 No, yeah. that's, that's facts, oh, well. man. Hey, man, we appreciate you, man. I know you about to get up out of here, man. Yeah. Hey, Linga, it's always a pleasure, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, You man. too, fellas. Yeah, we'll man. We'll talk, to you, talk yeah. to you later. All right, then. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Love your show. Yes, See oh, you, bud. Appreciate it, bro. No, nah, man, but yeah, man, we <laughs> that guy Linga be having us going, man. That's he he on his shit, though, That's man. That's my guy yeah, from down under. Yeah. Yeah, but we were just saying just being comfortable being yourself, man, and understanding who you are is very important in the way you move, in the way you make decisions, man. And at times when you make those decisions, when you feel comfortable with it and it may not be comfortable to somebody else, that's fine because that's what works for you. You know what I'm saying? You can't be worried about what everybody else is thinking. You know what I'm saying? So it's important for us to do that self-actualization and realize who we are as a person living in this world and understanding that this is what I would like to do. This is what makes me happy, you know? And we got to understand that. Now, of course, it's got to be in the confines of what the rules and laws are, of course, but do that, man. I mean, whatever makes you happy, man. As long as it's good, man. That's all. I don't. I don't. I don't care what people do. Whatever makes it happen and it's good, man. I'm all for it, man. You know. And we appreciate people coming on here, listening to us, man. It's been love, man. Shout out to Linga. Shout out to Wayne. I see you, the guy, that guy. We appreciate y'all coming by, man, and listening to us, man. What you What you got for me, each? I enjoy each and every one of y'all listening to our podcast. I enjoy the supporters. Yeah. I enjoy the conversation. And we're just trying to speak on how we feel as men and the pressures that we feel in a society. Mm. And I don't think a lot of people be understanding because as men, we have to burn it a lot on our shoulders because it's not meant for us to really express how we feel about a lot of things. And so we take things day by day. And this podcast is about us. It's about men being able to speak our truth without being judged, without being ridiculed, <laughs> without being criticized. It's not about the women. It's not about the women. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> not right now in this space. <laughs> Hey, man, we appreciate y'all listening to us, man. We all on streaming apps, iTunes, Google iTunes, Play, Instagram, Instagram yes, yeah, uh, SoundCloud. Uh, forgot the other one, but we on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, come check us out, man. We appreciate y'all listening, man. And this is Dropping Juice. Tuning out, baby. We tuning out, baby. Yeah, yeah. What we talking about real shit or we talking about rhymes? You talking about millions or you talking about mine? What we talking about? Cause I ain't got time for what people be talking about all the time. What we talking about fiction or we talking about fact? You talking about fiction or the card my back? I'm talking about life, life.
And all I hear is, oh yeah, keep talking about I ain't talking about profit, I'm talking about pain. Talking about despair, I'm talking about shame. Talking about gossip, I ain't talking about game. I ain't talking about Jimmy, I ain't talking about Dame. I'm talking about real shit, them people playing. What is you talking about? I don't know what y'all saying. People keep talking about, oh, take it back. I'm doing better than before, why would I do that? Ain't nothing cool about carrying the strap out, wearing your mom's and